You're listening to Young and Restless. I'm your host, Larissa Black. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the new installment of um, Young and Restless. This week, I am doing Lala's Corner. And typically, I try to be led to do episodes. I try not to um, just do miscellaneous things. If you all haven't noticed, the show, as I always explain and describe, is really... um, an evaluation and kind of a story. I'm telling the story. So um, people aren't always in your life. They just see what they can see or what you show them. And so my idea for Young and Restless is not only to show you my progression um, into wealth, but also to let you all just into my head and my heart and things that's going on. Um, Yeah. So with that being said, let's get right into it. This episode is called Sadness and the Imposter Syndrome. And I just want to tell you how I feel. Um, I was talking to my friend earlier, and I just really poured my heart out to her. I even began to cry, and I was telling her, you know, this is the type of stuff that I want to talk about on the podcast, but I'm afraid of what the people will say, how the people will feel, how they will react. If you all will judge me. Um, because nobody wants to be judged, obviously. But then on the other end, I feel as though my story or me sharing can help you all. But I do believe that some of you can help me in the in the time of me struggling. And so sadness and the imposter syndrome. Um, as I mentioned in last week's episode, and I don't want to say too much, and maybe it's fear, but I'm it's whatever. I'm just gonna say it. I am kind of battling or in the middle of a domestic violence um, situation. Um, and I told my brothers, I told my family, and you know, but they're they're not here. And so for the past couple of weeks, I've just been fearful of the person. They come to my job, you know, it's just been a hot mess. I can't really. Hey, sister, I can't really go into detail until I can go into detail. And so I went to work. Okay, so before I went to New York last week, when I was at work, I just had a throbbing headache, just so much pain. I'm like, Lord, what? And so I was able to go home. I came home and I got sick before I left to come to New York. So I mean, to go to New York. So I'm thinking, like, is it not meant for me to go? Blah, blah, blah. Yesterday was my first day back to work since I have come home from New York and the same headache. And so I was talking to a coworker and I was just telling him about the situation, about the person. And he was like, um, you know, maybe it's psychological. Like maybe every time you come to work, you're literally like not going crazy, but it's triggering something. That's what he said. And so I'm like, well, maybe. So right after that conversation, um, I did file a police report, you all. And so, um, there was an organization that called to basically help me to take it to the next step. And I kind of thought that I was over it, but when I was talking to her and I had to re-tell her and re-explain everything that was going on, I just felt like such a heavy weight. And so I went to see Sarah Jakes last night, and I felt like I couldn't really enjoy it to the fullest. First of all, she's powerful. That's number one. Second of all, as soon as I got there and as soon as service started, 
I was weak. <laughs> like, I was really weak. Like, just really weak. Like, the presence of God was just so in there. Or, or maybe, well, I, I do know that the presence of God was in there. But on the other end, I just feel like that was a release of something that I needed as well. And so, this morning, I was talking to my friend. And I was just telling her everything that I have been experiencing and, you know, like just a cloud of sadness. And usually when my friends or even my goddaughter or just people around me, my students or whatever, tell me that they are sad, I always allow them to emote. And I feel like a lot of people say, don't be sad. The joy of the Lord is your strength and um, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. And yes, I agree with everything that the Bible says. Also... I believe that it's important to navigate through those emotions. I don't think that it's wise to stay there, but to navigate through them and to understand why and to allow God to give you the revelation of how this feeling can bless other people, that's important. And so going back to the story at hand, for the last few weeks, I've been feeling, or the the word depression just has been really um strong in my mind the word depression and sadness has just been really strong in my mind and I I feel like I want to tell people what's going on but then I also feel like I don't want to say anything or and, and I don't know if it's embarrassment or if it's pride like how could you let yourself get thank you y'all my brother said he's my biggest fan um I I don't know if it's pride. Like, I don't really want to tell the people what's going on with me because they're expecting me to be this way or because they're so used to me being excited and happy. They're not going to be able to understand or fathom why or how can La feel this way when she's so uppity or when she's so whatever the case may be. And so the imposter syndrome. If you Google it, the imposter syndrome, excuse me, is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So how do I know if I have the imposter syndrome? Um, These are some qualities or things that will help you know to pinpoint it. A lack of self-confidence, anxiety, Doubts about your thoughts and your abilities, achievements and accomplishments, negative self-talk, feelings of inadequacy, dwelling on past mistakes and not feeling good enough. These are all signs and symptoms of the imposter syndrome. Now, I do not believe and I'm making this up, but I do not believe that the imposter syndrome is like a clinical illness. I just think that it's a theory of something. But I do know that I struggle with the imposter syndrome and not just now but every ever since I was younger like and even now as I am a physical trainer as I make clothes as I do all of these things y'all don't know but I still and I don't know if this is good or bad to say because I want clients but I still don't think that I know what I'm doing and I could do something a million times and have perfected it and it, it it be what it's supposed to be. And as you all see it, it could be great. But for me, I just feel like they're going to find me out. I do not know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And so I have constant thoughts of sometimes doubt, but also like, for example, if I see something in my head and I'm like, okay, I'm going to create it. Then I'll create it. And I'm like, wow, that's exactly what I saw in my head. And then 
once I wear it, I'm like, why did I make this? Or what is this? Or um, uh, I could have did better. Or uh, like, and maybe that's every creative. And maybe this. Um, I don't want to say that this episode is is more so guilt geared toward the creative, but I do think that is geared towards people one who are breaking generational curses, and those who are just doing something that's different or opposing um, what your family has done. And so, even with the sadness last night, I just had a feeling of excuse me, a feeling of I'm not good enough. Um, God, why did you choose me? And God, did you even choose me? Um, What am I doing? Why do I keep entering myself into these vicious cycles? Why am I okay with where I am? Why am I building but, but, but then sabotaging myself? And I, whew, y'all, this thing is really, uh, this is a very vulnerable episode because I just have the burden to express myself fully to you all, um, even, even if that's embarrassing for me or even if it's something that I, I am ashamed about. I don't know why, but I just feel like it is important for me to share my feelings of what I'm going through. And um, people always say, you know, it's just your friend that needs help. And I always feel like, not necessarily that people don't help me, but I, 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 God placed me on this earth as like a mother to people. Um, and I just feel like, but what about me? And it's just so weird because I love to help people. I love to see them progress. But I just feel like I'm making up things as I go along. I'm trying to figure it out as I go along. And I don't know what I'm doing. But the peace of God always, like, sustains me. The Holy Spirit reveals. And the Holy Spirit teaches. And the Holy Spirit just uh, shows me the way. And I think at this point, my faith is literally increasing, is growing because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And it's not even to laugh, but I really feel like every single day, um, and I just got off the phone with my brother, and um, he says, I don't don't know how to make sleeves yet. That's why a lot of the stuff that I make is like pants or a skirt. And, you know, I'm teaching myself as the time goes. But um, my brother always says, um, when you going to make my suit or something like that? And I'm like, never. I don't know how to make sleeves. And he's like, anything that you put your mind to, you can do. Like, I've literally seen you do that growing up. Whatever you want to do, you do. And I'm like, bruh, I made that up. Whew. None of us know what we're doing. But we have to trust the Holy Spirit, just like you said. Yes, Pastor Stephanie. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like even just to share, um, my pastor always talks about, my pastor always talks about, or he said, no, not always, a couple of weeks ago, he was preaching about, um, like, basically, your future looks familiar to you. Like, if you ever go to a show and you see somebody singing, like, if you're a singer and you go to a Beyonce concert and then you see her and it's like, you can see yourself in that, like... God shows you, like, he gives you a memory, but of your future. 
because you know, um, we are, our spirit beings are eternal. So everything that's going to happen, it's been, it's already there. We just have to catch up to it. And so literally when I walked in yesterday to see um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, like from the time that I walked in the door to the time that I sat down to the time she got on the stage to the time I saw the praise and worship to the time I looked at the program, I literally, it was like a memory of me. Like I, I saw that. And it's so weird because being in new, and a lot of you might not know, but being in new situations or environments or being around new people, it gives me anxiety. Um, I know that y'all think that I'm like loud and obnoxious or like the life of the party, but I'm low-key an introvert and I like what I like. I don't really enjoy walking into new situations. I like to be around the same things. I like to be around the same people. Change just really makes my mind crazy. And so yesterday while I was there, it was different. I'm like, what in the world? There's so many people. And I just was like, and so my mentee was saying, um, I was telling her, like, yeah, I'm low-key introvert. She's like, yeah, I know. And then she was like, but how you going to be an introvert when you're called to people? And I said, God, I got to figure that one out because I do not know. Like, I would rather, I don't know. And I, I don't know. I, I do know that once I love or once I do acquire that circle, I love really hard. Um, and I, I I think that I'm a great friend. But getting there, and it's not even the fact that, oh, I don't like new people. It's just the process of reintroducing yourself to new things, new ideas, and new situations as people are concerned, because then you have to get used to their thought patterns and their mind and the things that they want, and then there's a certain way that I am, and it, it's just a big whew! It just makes my head hurt. And so getting back to the point, as I was there last night, I literally saw my future there, or saw my future but I'm like, God, it's like I saw my future, but then I realized real time and what's actually happening, the things that I'm going through, and I couldn't see myself getting there. Like, literally, Lord, how you going to get me from right here to right there when I'm going in a circle? Like, I'm literally just going around and around and around. And so my prayer today is that for any of you, including myself, who feels like we are not good enough, who feels that we are imposters, who feels like, what am I doing? Am I good enough? Is this idea good? Like, anybody who's doubting the person that you know that God has called you to be, I pray that, you know, just the spirit of fear and the spirit of um, condemnation from past mistakes that you have made, um, just be rectified and ratified. I pray that God would just strengthen us to be the people that he has called us to be. And I don't know why I just feel so um, emotional right now, y'all. I just feel so emotional. Whew, sorry, somebody just called me. I had to hang up. But yeah, no more sadness. Well, I don't want to say no more sadness. I do believe, as I said before, that it is important to emote. But we won't dwell there. 
I believe that we will get everything that we need to get on the level that we are on. And God is going to teach us. He's going to show us how to progress. And even last night, and this is my last point, because I really don't have anything else to say. I just wanted to share my heart with you all today and um, make you all aware of some things that I'm facing and just the imposter syndrome um, and to declare that the devil is a liar because we are not imposters and God knows what he's doing. And so she was reading from Revelations 12. Actually, I've never read anything in Revelations before because I always felt scared of Revelations. Like, I'm not about to read Revelations. No. Revelations is scary, y'all. So she was reading from Revelations 12. Um, Someone said, girl, save this live so I can go back and watch that. Oh, yes, ma'am. I will. I'm sorry for reading that out loud. It was something else that I can't see. But, um. She's reading from Revelation 12, and she was saying, uh, in Revelation 12, there's a woman, and the woman was being chased by a dragon. So as she began to run, she kept running, she kept running, she kept running. As the verses progressed, I think she said in verse 14, the woman develops her wings. God gives the woman wings, and when she turns around, the dragon is now a serpent. Right. And so. But y'all really got to read it because I, I really don't know. Just but this was she I'm just repeating what she said. And so like in verse 17, the serpent or the dragon was so mad at her that he couldn't catch her. He then turned around and tried to uh, attack her offspring. But God um, rescued her offspring. So Sarah Jakes was saying Sarah Jakes Roberts, sorry, was saying how. In that moment when she read it, she asked God, like, you know, well, why didn't you rescue her? Why did you just rescue her seed? Right. Oh, because I think that's that's the scripture that says um, the serpent will scar your hill, but you will, but your offspring will step on the serpent's head. OK, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, go, read it. go read it. Revelation 12. And so she was saying, well, God, why did you not rescue her, but you rescued her serpents? And she was saying, God revealed to her that. I, I didn't rescue her because I protected her. Um, and if I would have rescued her, she wouldn't have known that she could do it. And she wouldn't have had the opportunity to develop her wings. If I would have pulled her out and saved her from the hands of the enemy, she would not have been able to see how strong she actually is. He said that I rescued her children because I did not give the wings to them. I gave them to her. And so literally, and this is like, I guess, extra spiritual, and I was talking to Tanisha about this earlier, for the last couple of days, I've been having, like, this real, like, just antagonizing, intense pain, and um, when I went to church on Wednesday, it was hurting so badly, I just was crying, like, I, I was kneeling down on a chair, and I was crying because of the pain, and I was telling her, um, and not really to go, well, I, we already here, so um, I've been looking up something called the python spirit so it says what the python spirit really wants symptoms of python attack range from weariness to loss of passion and happiness and i've literally told her i've been feeling like immense pressure and i feel like that has tried to attach itself to me and like it's literally like sitting on, on my back 
And what she was saying was, she gave me the analogy of X-Men. So, you know, whenever Wolverine is about to, uh, his clothes come out, it's like immense pain. He's like, ah, like, ah, it's just so excruciating. But once the clothes come out, he's able to fight and defeat the enemy. And I just feel this thing so heavy, y'all, like, this is crazy. But once the clothes come out, he's able to fight and defeat the enemy. And so the analogy that she was saying after I told her about what Sarah Jakes was preaching about is that it could in, indeed be God is developing my weeds and the pain that I'm feeling is them sprouting and pushing out. And I don't know who this is for, but just as for me, and it might not be as intense as you, you're feeling the pain. It could be psychological. It could be emotional. But can I just submit to you today that the reason why you're going through so much hell and so much pain, so much torment is because that is the thing that's actually that God is actually going to use to make you a blessing. And so thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to me go on about being sad. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to pray and then it'll be done. So God, I just thank you for giving me the courage and the tenacity to just express how I feel, to express the things that I have been going through, to express my fears. And God, I just ask that you allow this episode to be one of the groundbreaking episodes for people to know that they are not alone. I pray that your spirit shall rain so heavily that it will reside that it will rest, rule, and abide within us. And God, I just ask that today be a landmark of us overcoming, that the enemy will not um, overwhelm us, that the enemy, enemy will not consume us. For your word says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And so now, God, I pray for my brothers and sisters that we will have the 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 will to just fight the enemy for your word says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers over the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places allow us to know that everything is spiritual and behind everything that happens is, is a divine meaning for your word says that all things work together for the good of those um, who love you and for those who are called according to your purpose. And so, God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your sovereignty. I thank you for allowing me to use my mistakes as building blocks that my enemies shall become my footstool. And even in this moment, if I am my own enemy, oh God, show me those ways and those errors that I am making so that I can progress. As I pray, I ask that your blood, your healing power, I ask that you will just make yourself known, your presence known, that you will begin to manifest your power in our lives, that you will manifest your love in our lives, your spirit in our lives, your joy in our lives, and that the fruits of the spirit shall be our portion. God, I pray for longevity, for the race is not given to the swift or the battle to the strong, but to the one that endures to the end. So God, even in this moment of feeling like I am a fraud or feel like I'm not good enough or that I don't know what I'm doing, even as we classify it as the imposter syndrome, I pray that your blood shall break the chains, that you will break every fetter, that you will break everything that's binding us, that is holding us, that's trying to tell us that we are not good enough, but we are your children and we are made in your image. So I break the spirit of fear. I break the spirit of timidity. I break the spirit of shyness, oh God, and false humility. Um, God, I just ask that you will show us 
who you are, that you will show us the way that you have prepared for us, that you will show us who we are in you, that you will instill such an ordeal and a great entity of power. For you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And God, I just pray that your love will prevail. I pray that your your grace and your mercy and your truth is everlasting. I pray that even now we begin to build for our generations to come. God, I ask that we don't feel like we want to see the, the blessing and the promise, but that we actually till the ground for those to come. God, I ask that you would give us the anointing of Moses, for he 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 pulled helped to pull the people out of Egypt, but he didn't make it to see the promised land. But he was satisfied. And so I ask that you will allow us to be content, that you will allow us to be satisfied. In your name, I pray. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's installment of Lala's Corner on Young and Restless. I love you all and I'll see you and talk to you next time.